Welcome to the Puzzle is Real. We are back, guys. It has been a minute. I know yeah. uh, <laughs> we've taken a little bit of a hiatus here, but we are back and so much has happened. We are so excited to dive into what's been going on in our lives and just uh, different testimonies that we really want to share. And um, oh, yeah, feels weird. It feels super weird. Probably feels weird for everyone that's listening. Like, oh, they finally got a new episode. <laughs> but then it's like you never left. It's like the uh, the whole weird thing that time does to you where you're like, hmm, that was a long time. But yet it seemed like yesterday. So Yeah, I'm going to purposely stay real close to the microphone because I have a feeling the microphone has missed my breath. Your hot breath. So keep your breath close. I'll keep <laughs> my breath. We have a, some jokes about our breath from time to time. It's just... Like your garlic breath when you eat large garlic cloves. Yeah. <laughs> I can smell it from the other room. <laughs> yeah, you guys know about my garlic clove life. I've mentioned that on here before. Mm. Um, shout out to Journey Henderson. I think he had actually told me about that episode. He said, garlic, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mercy oh, smells it. Man. Daddy, oh, no, garlic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Listen, it's a, um, it's a cleanser. It's good for... Just everything. It's just beautiful. And it's Italian. Anyway, let's get back on topic here. And the topic of tonight is miracles. Yes. We want to share about a miracle that has happened um, in our lives. So uh, I guess we'll just get right into it. Yeah, let's it. dive right into it. This is a powerful episode. This is a powerful testimony. So going back all the way to December of last year, right? The craziness of COVID. It's like you don't think anything else can get worse. And then here we come, December, right before Christmas. Yes. I find out that my dad um, had tumors all over his brain. So my younger brother had called me. We knew something was going on. He was going to the hospital to get checked out. We weren't sure what it was. And they did a scan and they ultimately found tumors on his brain. So Douglas calls me and says, Melissa, you're not going to believe this, but he just started crying and I started crying. And honestly, when I heard that, when they said all over his brain, I just started hysterically crying, hysterically crying. Like I just think about that moment. I was sitting in our bathroom. I was getting ready for the day and I just got down on my knees and I was just weeping before the Lord and I was just... I was broken. Like I was in such a place mm. of thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be it for my dad. I really did. I didn't think that, I didn't know. Cause it was, you know, when you hear horrible news, you just, you go to the worst right away. Right. Because you're like, oh my gosh, like how is this going to work? And you hear tumors on the brain and like, it just blows your mind. So I was totally broken. I ran into the room. Matt was getting the kids ready and I was just hysterically crying. And it was, uh, a moment I don't like to relive, but I do like to think about to know like how far we've come. So now we found out my dad has tumors on his brain. We don't know exactly what it is. He had to go through all this testing. They couldn't find anything right away. It wasn't until we took him to the Mayo Clinic in Arizona. So he lives in Las Vegas. My brother Michael and younger brother Douglas and my brother-in-law Jake had driven him to Mayo Clinic to get some more information so that we were at the best place that we knew what the diagnosis was. We ultimately found out the diagnosis was brain cancer. So it was confirmed he had brain cancer and the doctors were like 50-50 chance of survival. They just, they didn't know. They just said, listen, it doesn't look good. We're giving him a 50-50% chance. So at that moment, you know, it's, it's absolutely devastating and all you can do is pray. That's the only thing you could do was just pray and just ask God for you to have peace through this and to strength and, 
clarity and um it was just it was a horrible horrible time in the beginning and then um so I had quit if you guys listened to the episodes previously I had quit my job back in September so I quit my job in September and then December my dad gets diagnosed so now he gets home from the Mayo Clinic. They had given him a diagnosis and now we're working with an oncologist to figure out a treatment plan. So during that time, my dad had regressed so much he couldn't walk really by himself. He could barely put words together. He was very confused, couldn't feed himself. Like I'm telling you, this was a man who was active, who was in shape, who took care of himself and just so quickly was almost like a child in a lot of ways. So Matt and I had talked about it and we were like, okay, well, we need to go out there and help. So we were actually in a position where, you know, Matt can work remote. I had quit my job. We were able to go out there in January and help my dad out for, we were there for three and a half weeks. And Matt was amazing because he <laughs> was cooking for him every day. He was like his right hand man. He was helping him, you know, get to the bathroom and helping with showers, gave him a haircut. and. I think in that moment, I saw Matt as just truly a servant of God. Like I really fell in love with him more seeing how he was with my dad. Cause it wasn't his own dad. It was my dad, but I know that he looks at my dad as like a father figure as well. So oh, yeah. it was just an amazing testimony to see how much Matt did for somebody who is not his actual blood. So during that time, um, you know, the first day we got there, I was like spoon feeding my dad. Like it was, it was, it was just, it was really hard um, to see him like that. But I knew we had to be there to help him, especially because we didn't know what was going to happen. And um, it was just a really hard time because we have two little kids so I'm trying to stay strong for them, but I'm also watching my dad, you know, um, go through this really challenging time. So once they figured out the treatment plan, um, basically he was to go into the hospital every three weeks for one week to get his treatment because it was so intense that he literally had to be hospitalized um, each time. So we had gotten there um I think after his first treatment. Yes. Yeah, it was right. after his first treatment. And um, we were leaving right before his second treatment. So they were going to do a scan again after the second treatment to see, you know, where he was at, if the cancer was disintegrating, if it, the treatment was working. And I truly believed, I'm like, you know what? God is going to perform a miracle. Like, I really believe that he was going to perform a miracle, that my dad's story wasn't over yet, and that his testimony was going to bring so many more people to the Lord, including family members, including people he's encountered, and people that are listening to this podcast. So... After his um, second round of chemo, they did a scan. And I remember talking to my older brother and saying, Mike, like, I really believe that he's going to be healed. I think the cancer is going to be gone. I just did. And even though my dad wasn't physically back to the way he was, I just really believe that the Lord was doing a work in him. So he gets the second scan. We get a call and the cancer was gone. 
like literally after the second round of chemo. So it could have been gone after the first. It could have been gone right away. Like we don't know the actual timing, but we do know that God had performed a miracle that it was gone. So they still wanted to continue the treatment. And my dad wanted to continue until the end um, just to make sure everything really was gone. You know, we didn't want to take the chance of the cancer coming back. But we all know as believers and especially us as believers knew that the Lord had healed him like obviously we believe in medicine and yep you know doctors and all of that but ultimately we really believe that god healed him and that his story wasn't finished yet so when we got the call that it was gone (laughs) i was like what like i couldn't believe it but i did believe it if that makes sense like in that moment you're like god you are so real and you are so good and so many great things are going to come out of this So we got to hear that news right before we left to come back to New York. And we just were walking the miracle and believed that anywhere he went was holy ground. Like my dad was saying, he had so many Jesus moments. Now that he has come out of this, he had, he's looking back and the things that he remembers, he keeps telling us, I had so many Jesus moments mm. of him being in the hospital and just his caretakers and the nurses and doctors and different people who spoke into his life. And he had so many believers that were nurses and, And as we were all praying for him to like have these experiences, he was having those experiences that with the power of prayer and the power of just the belief of knowing that God is who he says he is and that we had so many people interceding for him that it shows you that the power of prayer is so real and so just amazing that people don't realize like that is our superpower is prayer. It's not anything else. It's literally... Hands down, absolutely. That is our connection to him. And I think like the one verse that really resonates with me with this whole testimony is, you know, Jeremiah 17, 7, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord Mm. whose confidence is in him. I mean, dad's confidence in God throughout this process was stellar. It was was the grace of God, the mercy of God, just the, the, the power of the Holy Spirit upon him that allowed him through like so many adversities, struggles, and even doubts, doubtful days. Not every day was oh yeah uh, a happy day, and yet he had trust that God was going to do something. He was receptive and open to what God was going to do, and um, that's just, you know, it just blows me away even now to see that come to life, to see the miracle unfold, and now we're walking in this celebration of like, hey, let's testify and share with our listeners, with our friends and family and strangers that Mm -hmm. God is a God of miracles and the power of prayer is effective. Yeah, and if you know someone or if you're personally going through something, whether it's a cancer diagnosis or something that you think is debilitating or it's the end, that ultimately God has a last say. Like he is going, he still is the God of miracles. And I'm not saying he's going to heal everybody and that everyone's prayers are gonna be answered, but I am saying that when he is not finished with your story, he is not finished. And he is going to make that very apparent. And with my dad, that is the case because he really knows that he is going to give and he is giving all the glory to God saying, you know, God healed me. You know, yes, the power of medicine and the right doctors and all that. And we believe in that too. But we also believe that we know that God is ultimately the author of our life. Yeah. And there was something that you shared with me I don't know if I was there for it when dad was saying that, you know, prior to being diagnosed with brain cancer, Mm -hmm. he said when he passed, he wanted his song to be Frank Sinatra's My Way. Right. 
So he told me that, and I kept, I didn't want to say anything at first. And dad, if you're listening, I um, did it my yeah, way. my way. I kept thinking, well, it's not your way. Your way is not always the best way. God's way is the best. And then after all of this, and he ultimately got his cognitive levels back, he is back to himself, if not better um, than he was before. He has said to me, he's like, you know, I really thought about it. My way was not the right way. So I do not want that song played at my funeral. And I'm like, amen. So now he wants, I don't even know which one he wants. And I don't even want to think about that right now because I just yeah, want to rejoice in his life yes. that he is living and that he is giving the glory to God and that he is, you know, motivated to make himself better. He's eating right. He's changed his lifestyle. Um, even though he had a healthy lifestyle, he's gotten even healthier since, uh, since this whole diagnosis. And the fact that, you know, we're, he's here to um, share about this and for us to be able to share in this miracle that we went from devastation to rejoicing in such a short, quick amount of time. And that's another encouragement to you guys is God not only is the God of miracles, but he's also the God of just timing, his timing. It's not, it could be as quick as they healed, as he healed my dad, or it could be, could have been a year from now, you know, like Matt and I met, we met and it happened quickly. Some people they meet and it happens years later. So we have to trust. I think trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. That is so important because it is just, we have to trust and we have to give it all to him. So we just wanted to encourage you guys with that and to let you know that we have taken a hiatus because we had a lot of personal things going on between my dad and just different things that um, we really just wanted to focus on just prayer and just going deeper. And then when we were out of the uh, murky water, we would testify of just God's goodness and that Jesus is the healer and he's amazing. So this is another scripture that we just wanted to share. This is from John eleven forty. It says, then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Mm. So if you believe, and it's all about believing and trusting, if you believe, then you will see the glory of God. So we believed and we trusted and we knew, God, you are going to do something through this. And he did. And we got to see the glory of God because now we're just walking in the miracle and we're seeing so many things unfold from it. Amen. Yeah. And you know, it's also just a reminder for all of our friends, family, and loved ones that were praying alongside us yeah. that it takes an army. It was a team of people, family, friends, neighbors, people that were praying for dad yeah. around the country from all different walks of life said, I'm going to pray for him. I'll keep him in prayer. Yeah. Like when someone says that and they actually do it, wow, the fruit of that. So you know, be willing and ready to do that for someone today. Pray for someone that's having a health issue. Pray for someone that's having an issue that seems like there's no solution, that seems like there's a dead end. Mm -hmm. And watch how God shows up. And I also just want to say that, hey, for the families that maybe have issues, you know, this is a powerful moment when a family comes together to care for someone because yeah. unity can be created. Yeah. I saw so much love and unity through the family through this. Not that there was major divisions or any issues. It just was so cool to see everyone come together as a team. It took a team yeah. to see dad have the right care, to see dad have that breakthrough, and to have now this amazing blessing of being fully healed by, again, perseverance, prayer, and God's mighty hand. Simple as that. It, yeah. it's, it's not to uh, negate science or doctors. He had great doctors. But there was just something that 
a little extra that God said he was going to do. He aligned us with the right medical staff and the right doctors, but then he said, hey, now watch what I can do. And, and it's just amazing yeah. the, in such a quick time to see a man radically healed. And we got to see him again in April recently, mm-hmm. unfortunately for a, um, a sad event. Um, grandma had passed away, so we yeah. had to go back out to Vegas. But we got to see him, and he looked amazing. He looked so much better than January. Oh, it was yeah. almost like he couldn't believe some of the stories we told him. So that's God. When, when you see something like that, when you see a walking miracle, mm-hmm. you don't stay quiet about it. Don't just think, oh, all right, that was just the chemo. That No, that's God. He did something very unique, and now he wants to use it. And, and I believe that his life has many more years here on earth before he goes into eternity with God. So we love you, Dad. We hope that when you listen to this, it just brings you joy to know how much we're celebrating with you your healing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to continue to celebrate that, and we're going to continue to share in love and humility this testimony with others that need to hear it for those of you that are wrestling right now with a family member that's battling maybe a similar journey. Yeah. And I think the good thing as you know, as we were walking through this is just to see, I guess the obedience that you have when God calls you to do something that maybe feels uncomfortable or it's going to be hard that when you step out in obedience and you do that, like us sacrificing and going there for three weeks and, you know, I'm his daughter, so it was different, but for Matt to do that, like something breaks, you know, I really feel like something breaks when you, when you have that true, hands and feet of Jesus when you are being the hands and feet and you are Mm. doing things for others that normally you wouldn't be in the situation to do. But I think that, you know, there's four siblings. I have three other siblings, so there's four kids and we literally just tag team, you know, it was between all of us. And during his most crucial time, we all kind of stepped up to the plate. You know, there was, it was, we all played a role. We all played a role. And, um, there's just so many people who have just poured out so much love and support to get us to this where we're at now so thank you all for listening today and yes we hope that this message is really encouraging to you and to know that you might be going through something but you know what god ultimately has the final say and you could be walking into a miracle sometimes he brings you in the storm through the storm so that you can get to the other side and that you can testify to his goodness and that's what we're doing today amen We will see you guys soon. God bless. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the Puzzle is Real podcast. Please subscribe today and share with a friend. See you soon.